We are I. Good morning, everybody. Hopefully, you're having a great start to your morning or your day, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. Um, I just made a mistake. <laughs> I sat down, or right before I sat down on my couch, I turned the the light on outside because um, I just wanted some real soft, passive light. And uh, now I'm sitting here realizing that the the thing I'm staring at is the light and not how light it is outside which is something I love to talk about because it's that time of the year. Um, anyway, this is an extension on the podcast yesterday. Roll the dice. So after I recorded that podcast and I went throughout my day and specifically with my row, you know, I had a lot of conversation with people about that process, that journey. When you're holding the dice in your hand and you're thinking, you know, like, like, what are you thinking when you're holding the dice in hand? Like, are you, are you trying not to think anything because you don't want to instill energy in those dice one way or the other? You know, are you trying so hard to be able to think positive about, you know, winning? Or are you trying so hard to be able to manifest the number that those dice turn into and they when they hit the end? Like, like, what are you thinking? Like, what's that process? Like, what's going through your mind? Like, that is the start. That is the start of the journey. But like the main, the meat potatoes of the conversations yesterday and like how I felt and the thoughts rolling through my mind were that journey. Because as soon as I left here and I went and I started to roll, like still nothing crazy, like 12,500 meters, you know, you're under an hour and you throw a movie in, like you just, you go. And again, it's just all about repetition. And yesterday my goal in my mind before I started, you know, I'm like, what's irritating me right now when I'm bouldering because it's warmer outside is my hands start to sweat more, you know, so I'll get halfway through a really difficult climb and my fingertips will just start to sweat enough. They're like ice when I put them on some of the real small grips, which is super frustrating, like really frustrating. You put all this work to be able to get to this one spot and it might be like, the last mover, the second to last mover, you know, I just need to trust one of my hands, which is, you know, maybe one or two or three of my fingertips, be able to hold me on 20 feet in the air, just to be able to progress my next hand to finish. And I'll slip and fall. And it's really frustrating to me right now, because I naturally sweat a lot. And this is something I've always dealt with my whole life. So my goal was because once I get about five, 6,000 meters in, like my hands are just sweaty and you're holding on to this handle, then the handle becomes sweaty. So I'll pull real hard and then I'll wipe my hand on my pant leg. Then I'll pull real hard and I'll wipe the other hand on my pant leg. And then I'll pull real hard and I'll wipe my hand down the wall. And then I'll pull real hard and I'll wipe my hand on my other pant leg. And I'll just, I'll keep doing that to be able to dry my hands off and dry the handle off because it's really hard to be able to hold on to. So yesterday before I started, I'm like, no, I'm like, today is the day you're adding 500 meters onto this. Today is the day where you're not going to wipe your hands off. 
You're going to pull and you're going to keep on pulling. And if your hands get so sweaty, if that handle gets so slippery, let it fall out of your hands because then you knew you took it that far. Because everything else was just an excuse, a facade that there wasn't one more stroke. How many more strokes can you go to when you thought you needed to wipe off your hands? How many more strokes can you get past that point? Where is that? Because that's one thing I always tell people when we're doing isometric holds, static holds. That your mind is going to quit. Your mind is going to convince you to quit before your body really has to physically give up. So how far are you willing to be able to take that? People can do like an eight-hour plank and all those crazy, ridiculous duration isometric holds because their mind is so sharp. Their mind is like, no, my potential supersedes this exponentially. So if I have 4,000 meters, 5,000 meters left in a row and I've been wiping my hands off the whole time, how many more strokes could I have got without taking my hand off that handle? So when I did my last stroke yesterday and I never took my hands off, I proved like those little moments of weakness in the mind. Like why did I need to be able to wipe my hand off? Why did I convince myself I had to wipe my hand off? I didn't stop. It wasn't about stopping. It wasn't about breaking. But it's like why did I need that in that moment? Why do I need that? Like what what is in me that needs that? Because like I don't stop to wipe my hands off. I make it slightly harder, this little bit harder. It's a pull real hard to keep that per 500 time down because I don't want it getting high. I, I don't want to break my rhythm. I don't want to break my 34 to 35 strokes per minute. I don't want to break my 157 to 2 minute per 500 coasting time. I don't. But why is my mind there? What does it matter that my hands are so sweaty that I have to manifest this thought in my mind? You need to wipe it off. Like that's going to change something. What is it going to change? Nothing. That's the beautiful part about rowing. It's the beautiful part about being in an environment long enough to be able to understand why you're thinking what you're thinking. What are the thoughts going through your mind? Because I realized yesterday as I was going through this, what I was doing was about every 500 meters, I was looking at the board and being like, where am I in my times? Compared to the times I've rode in the past, I have all of them written right there. It's to look off to the left and all my times are right there. And I can systematically go through every 500 meters during the duration of my row and see if I'm on track with times from previous days. And I realize how I'm all over the board with some of the longer distance rows because I can be, you know, doing better by 10 seconds. Sometimes I can be right on. Sometimes I can be doing worse by 20 seconds. And it fluctuates all over the place as I go through those extra 500 meters every day. And I did that all the way through the entire row. 4,000 in, where was I at? 4,500, where was I at? 5,000, where was I at? It's like every two minutes I have that little check in. Where was I at on a previous day? Check. 6,000 meters, where was I? Check. 7,500 meters, where was I? Check. Not that it's going to make me row any faster, any slower, but just having something to be like, where was I on that previous day? Oh, I wonder why I rode a little bit slower. Oh, I wonder why I was pushing harder. Like, what was with those days? 
And then it made me realize this is exactly the same thing with the hands. This moment right now of going back through these previous numbers is exactly the same thing in my hands. I know my will. My will and the fire inside me puts me on that rowing machine every day. My will, my fire inside me lets me or allows me the opportunity to be able to try again. To be able to do it, to be able to prove that I will consistently show up every single day to be able to conquer a goal that sharpens my sword and the thoughts that go through my mind to be able to allow me to be able to get that, hit that goal are different. Some days I like listening to music. Some days I like watching a movie on mute. Some days I like watching that movie and listening to that movie. Some days I like to be able to think, well, okay, I'm going to make it through this thousand. I'm going to wipe off my hands. Sometimes I count the strokes, 10 inside, 10 mid-range, 10 outside, pull. Sometimes I like to be able to stare at the per 500 time to make sure that that number is sharp, 157, 158 per 500. Sometimes I like to stare at the stroke rate, 34 strokes per minute, 35 strokes per minute, 36 strokes per minute. You know, sometimes I like being able to watch every thousand meters go down. You know, sometimes I like to fact check it to be able to run the numbers to see where I've at, been at on previous days. You know, some days I dread looking at that screen because I know there's only like 100 meters that's gone by that felt like 10,000 because it's just tough that day. Some days I can make it through eight songs without even looking at the mirror or the monitor. Sometimes I go begging myself not to look. And I can't even make it through a song without looking five or six times. You know, sometimes I dread that first pull because when I make that first pull, I know I'm committed. I know I will not stop. I never stop. Ever. I never stop. Sometimes I dread that very first stroke because it commits me. It sucks me in. It chains me and shackles me to that machine because my will will not let me stop. I am ruthless with myself like that. I will not stop. So what is going to go through my mind the second that I make that first pull? What is the journey that my mind is going to take me on to be able to survive? That's what my takeaway was. That was my understanding. That was the topic of the conversation is being going from point A to point B. But between point A and point B, that can be a long motherfucking road. And what is going on in your mind? What is allowing you to be able to persevere? What pushes you to be able to persevere? No matter what the topic is, whether you're making a pitch to investors or whether or not you're rowing or whether or not you're fighting battles with children or whether or not you're fighting battles with exes, no matter whether you're fighting battles with life, no matter you're winning in every category because even winning has its challenges. What are you doing on that journey? What do you appreciate on that journey? What are the thoughts that are going through your mind to be able to allow you to be able to be successful? What is going on in your mind? Do you take the time to be able to understand the distance, the gap, the mentality, the thought process, the opportunities that lay between point A and point B, the thoughts, the opportunities from when you're holding that dice in your hands to when you chuck it and it lands and that number is exposed at the end of the craps table. What is happening along the way? What is going on in your mind? Do you take the time to appreciate that? 
Do you understand the value of sitting there in that pool of your own thoughts and your own emotions to be able to understand? Do you? Do you? Do I? Do any of us? I do now. I do now because I understand that even if I am fighting a war in my mind, in my body, to be able to keep on going, I will win that motherfucking war every time because I am starting to appreciate the battlefield. The battlefield.